morning, Missio. Good morning, Good Shepherd. Good morning, friends. Uh, I'm going to jump in quick here and open up our time by reading from Psalm 145. If you want to grab a Bible in front of you, you can, or it'll be on the screen here. Um, but yeah, I want to kick us off with God's Word here. This is Psalm 145. This is a song of praise of David, and I'm going to read seven verses for us this morning, kind of to set the foundation and the groundwork for um, our time of gathering this morning. So this is David, and he writes this, Psalm 145, starting in verse 1. He says, I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall commend your works to another, and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works I will meditate. They shall speak of the might of your awesome deeds, and I will declare your greatness. They shall pour forth the fame of your abundant goodness, and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. One of the things I, I love about David when he writes is the different ways that he speaks about kind of the same thing. He's got a number of words that he uses here in this psalm at the beginning to talk about how great God is, about how amazing and wonderful, how faithful he is, and to speak about in a number of verbs, I will extol, I will bless, I will praise. Why? Because your greatness is unsearchable, and you are worthy of that. And so he writes here that with, with my life, with my heart, with my words, I'm going to express to others who you are and that you're worthy of praise. You know, Missio, we have uh, existed now for about 12 years in a number of different forms, in a number of different states, online for a while, nomadic for a good season. And for the last two years, we've had the privilege and the blessing of, of worshiping here. Uh, for the beginning of it as tenants, as renters, welcomed in by Good Shepherd, uh, and now for about a year and a half as the, the owners of this place that God has entrusted to us. But long before we existed, and long before the oldest members of our community have existed, God in his providence planted Good Shepherd Lutheran Church here on this property. In 1950, Good Shepherd Lutheran opened the doors and built the building over there that is now holding Missio kids. And ever since then, if I do my math right, that's about 73 years. Uh, these doors have been opened. The gospel has been proclaimed. This place has been a hope zone, like we talk about, here in southwest Portland. And by God's grace and his goodness, out of his faithfulness, God has now invited us to be the stewards of this property. This morning, uh, we're together with Good Shepherd to celebrate uh, what God has done. What God is doing and is similar to, I believe, what David wrote about here, that he's worthy of praise, he's, his greatness is unsearchable, that his name forever and ever shall be praised and should be praised and should be extolled by his people. And it's in his divine providence that he says one generation should do that for the next. Not just through word, but also through deed, also through the embodiment of the values of the kingdom of God, that one generation is to show the next generation what it means to follow Christ in this world and to make his good news known, but not only to tell them, but also to embody that. And we're here this morning to celebrate that Good Shepherd Lutheran has embodied for 73 years the kingdom and the proclamation of the gospel in southwest Portland. The reason why we're celebrating it today is because last week Good Shepherd celebrated their, their last Easter together. 
they had decided as a community that that would be their last time of getting together to express and extol the praises of God in this space as a community. And so when Pastor Tim shared that with me and just through conversations uh, with Nancy and Ruth and the Parkers and others over the last few months, um, the staff and I just felt like, you know, we wanted to invite and do one, one last service together. Have a chance and an opportunity, if you will, to kind of officially maybe pass the baton. Uh, if you remember, after we officially signed the papers and transferred the legal ownership, we, we did a similar service. Um, but we felt like today was, was important and special to do that. Um, and I've invited Pastor Tim, actually, uh, to share and speak with us this morning. Um, I, many of you may not know this, but the, the reason why Missio actually is here and got connected was through relationship. Uh, there was a family at, in our church that had a daughter who was in what was called Little Lamb's Preschool. And that family had shared with me, there's this church, and it was right at the beginning of the pandemic that they knew things were, the preschool was potentially going to be closing down and different things. But it's because of Good Shepherd's ministry through that school and then through Little Lambs and having a preschool here, one generation extolling the praises of God to another, that this relationship was even formed and even connected. And so, um, yeah, I just, I thank God that what David wrote thousands of years ago, <laughs> potentially, is true today. And it's still living out, and that it's still the model that, that God has given, that we are to extol and to praise and to worship him, and the beauty of passing that on to next generations, our kids and those that are not our own, but continuing to live out the legacy of faith that God has started here in this place is what, what we want to be about. And so, would you guys this morning... I don't know if this will be uncomfortable for you, Pastor Tim, but would you guys welcome Pastor Tim to come up? Um, I asked him to share this morning, and then we'll go from there. So, yeah, thanks. Good morning. Okay. I'm hot, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Microphone-wise, anyway. Um, I want to share a story with you. I shared it with Pastor Dominic, uh, and he said, oh, you got to share it. So I'll start with this. It's about a life-saving station. There was once a particular coastline filled with danger. There were rocks, many just under the surface of the water, which could not be seen, reaching far out into the sea much further than any other part of the coast. Along with this, there were strong currents running through the rocks with strong undertows. Ships crashed on those rocks. Many were lost at sea. The people who lived along the coast thought that they must do something. Several people got together and bought a boat, a life-saving boat. They began practicing in their boat to go out in the treacherous waters and be safe. They charted and memorized all the rocks and currents. They swam and swam to become expert swimmers. They took first aid courses to be better equipped to care for the injured. Finally, they were ready. They took turns keeping watch over the sea. They installed a bell. It was not long and a boat crashed on the rocks. The watchers rang the bell. When the rescuers heard the bell, they dropped whatever they were doing and ran to the boat. They risked their own lives rowing out in the storm and treacherous seas 
to save others, and people were saved. The little rescue boat was so successful that they were overwhelmed with their life-saving duties. Others wanted to join in saving lives. A second boat was bought, and a new crew trained, and a, then a third boat, and a fourth. Lives were being saved. They were all united in their one purpose to save lives. One day, one of the rescuers had an idea. He got all the rescuers together and shared his idea. What if we built a building? We could call it the life-saving station. In this way, they could get those saved from the sea out of the elements and provide them with better care and save even more lives. Everyone agreed. This was a great idea. They threw themselves into this new goal for their purpose of saving lives. It wasn't long and the little life-saving station was built. Ships continued to wreck at sea. The bell continued to ring. The life-saving boats went out to sea only now when they came to shore they had a place to take the rescued to care for them and save lives. Soon the rescuers began using the station to conduct training classes. They installed exercise equipment on one half of the station so the rescuers could stay fit to brave the seas. More people joined the rescue effort. The little station was getting crowded. So the rescuers got together and they all decided that they needed was a bigger, better station, big enough to be a gathering place for all as well as a place to bring the lost at sea. They threw their joint effort into the plan it was not long and they had the new station. Someone thought, wouldn't it be nice if we carpeted the station to make it more warm and inviting to the lost? A committee was formed. A carpet was installed. They were so busy saving lives, no one even bothered to mention the choice of color for the carpet. It was better for saving lives and this is all that mattered to them. It was noticed in between the times when the lost were brought in, the life-saving station sat empty. Why not make better use of the building? Make it enjoyable for all. A committee was formed. Soon pool tables were added, shuffleboard, game tables, and the best of all, big screen TVs. Now they could gather together, play games, or watch their favorite sporting events while they waited for the bell to ring. Pool leagues were formed, tournaments were played, a full kitchen was added. Now not only could they feed the saved, but they could now have community dinners and generate money to pay for the new and better pool tables and furniture for the life-saving station. Boats still went out, the lost were saved, but a problem arose. The lost coming from the sea were getting the new carpet all wet and full of mud. The bloodstains were the worst. The cries and moans of the hurt and the smells of the sea were more than a little disturbing. A committee was formed. At the next general meeting of the life-saving station, the committee made the following proposal. All rescued people are to be taken to the first little station, which had fallen to neglect over time but was still standing. In this way, the larger, beautiful station might be preserved. Everyone thought that this was a good idea. 
As time went on, less and less people attended the training events. The exercise equipment fell to disuse. Ships still wrecked. The bell still rang, but less and less boats headed out to sea. Those who were rescued from the sea were taken the, to the old station, for the most part out of sight and for sure out of mind. Today, if you were to visit the, this stretch of coast, you would find a very nice building on the bluff overlooking the sea. There you would find people inside enjoying their games and dinners. A short distance away, you might get a glimpse of a little building with the roof shingles missing, broken windows, and doors off their hinges. If you go down to the shore, you may glimpse a carcass of an old life-saving boat half buried in the sand. While there, if the bell happens to ring and you ask, no one can tell you why it is ringing. The best they can tell you is that it has always rung. Then they would go back to whatever they were doing, game of pool, card, shuffleboard, or game on the big screen TV. Too busy to find out why the bell is ringing. Today, boats still crash upon the rocks. The bell still rings, but now all are lost at sea. I have here, and it was up on the screen a little while ago, the reason for Missio. We exist to be an authentic community that makes Jesus fully known so that others can come to fully know him. This is your life-saving purpose. This is your life-saving mission uh, here at Missio. And I am so, uh, I praise you so much for your outlook, outlook to the community, to going to the community in your purpose and your mission as such. Um, always be aware there is that underlying temptation however now that you've been blessed and God has blessed you and we've been blessed at Good Shepherd to hand this this facility over to you to kind of sit here and kind of expect the community to come to you this is not the field of dreams build it and they will come okay some certainly do and that we praise God for that but your continued, your purpose is to be that life-saving station, to go out uh, in your community as you did just yesterday and all the other ways that you do it. And we just, in Good Shepherd, encourage you to, to, stay, true, to stay true to that purpose. We know, and as you know, God's great commission, Matthew 28, 18, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. It's a command to go out as you do and bring them in to the life-saving station to always stay true to that purpose uh, because you see the best gift that you can give us at Good Shepherd Lutheran Church is that Missio community remains a life-saving station the sea out there is in need of Jesus Christ people are drowning without faith in Jesus Christ. Let us continue to go forth and take Jesus to our southwest Portland community and our community around us. And we thank you that you are doing that and continuing it in this place.
Amen. Thank you for that charge. Thank you for that reminder. Um, we've I've been telling our community since you guys have graciously invited us in and then handed it over to us and entrusted it to us. Yeah, we I believe that God wants this to be and remain a hope zone, a place where people hear the hope of Jesus Christ, experience tangible help that's aligned with that hope, that through that they experience healing in different ways holistically and then finally that they they find a sense of home that that coming to meet Christ through this community and in this place would be them coming home realizing I was created to know Christ I was created to be in relationship with God Father Son Spirit and now I'm finally home because I've met him and so thank you for sharing that story and for reminding us of our purpose that we exist to be an authentic community that makes Jesus Christ fully known that others may come to fully know him and that this space doesn't mean people are automatically going to come, but we need to continue to be faithful to go out. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the ends of the earth, trusting in Christ, empowered by his spirit to share the good news. So thank you for that. Um, Uh, One other thing I forgot. Okay, then we'll get to that. Um, (laughs) We sang, you know, uh, basically that one song, God's promises are yes and amen. And I mentioned the Great Commission, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, It ends with a promise. Lo, I am with you always, even to the ends of the earth. Yeah. That's his promise at the end of that. I meant to mention that, and I forgot it till now. Oh, it's good. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that, um, you know, our community, again, because this is formed out of relationship, both from that very first preschool family to just over the years... Uh, having my office space here first and you know just the conversations we would have when it was heat of the pandemic and nobody was here except you and I in the office and things and then slowly trickling in and getting to do stuff um, our, our community has been just been so loved by you guys we've, we've felt you you have embodied the generosity and the hospitality of Jesus to us and we're so thankful for that and the, the conversations that have happened between our people and, and the people of, of Good Shepherd and so one of the things that our people have asked me a lot is, you know, what's, what's Pastor Tim going to do? And what, what are the people of Good Shepherd going to do? And, um, you know, we want to pray for each other today before we're done this morning. Would you be willing to share, though, like what, what is next for, for the community of Good Shepherd and for yourself? And how can we be praying well, for you guys? The, yeah, the thought is, you know, Good Shepherd as a church body comes to an end, but God's people do not come to an end. Right. So yeah. we will be joining other churches uh, in our local areas. A number of us have figured that out. Others have thought, oh, this is a time to really reach out and see where we, God wants us to serve and be. So we'll be on that journey. Yeah. Um, I officially retired last Sunday, but I can't stop serving. Uh, I'm um, probably myself going to be uh, uh, doing some chaplaincy work with the Portland uh, Fire Department going forward. Okay. I'm doing some of that on a volunteer basis. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, one of the things we talked about, and it was mentioned at our service on Sunday, uh, God has done great many things, you know, in this place. In actually, 
the building was built in 1970, but the congregation was formed in 1948. So this was the 75th year okay. uh, of, the, of the church. But, uh, and he's done many things throughout those years, you know, uh, in that work. And um, we, we who are left at Good Shepherd take that with us. We're not gonna, God's not gonna stop working through us yeah. in wherever we end up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What are the ways we can be praying then for you and for the, the community of Good Shepherd, the, the people that are going to be going out and embodying the, the kingdom in other places? Probably, uh, I, one of the things that comes to my mind, this is a big change. Uh, the people that are still here have been here many, many years. Yeah. This is home, like you talk about making it home. Uh, so pray for us in that change. Change is never always easy, yeah. sometimes difficult. So just pray that we... Uh, 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 are blessed through that change by God yeah. and see that happening. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, let's do that. We, we wanted to to kind of end our, our time of this piece of worship just, yeah, through prayer for one another. We'd love to pray for you. And so if Misty O's staff, if anybody want to come, or if there's anybody from our community, if you want to come and stand with me to, to pray and bless for uh, Pastor Tim and Good Shepherd, I'd welcome you to do that. Um, I'm tempted to just invite them all up because I want to hug everybody from Good Shepherd and just lay hands on you, but we'll let you be a, a representative if that's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can we do this as a family, just in this place? Would you begin to just pray quietly in your own heart, um, just expressing, extolling the Lord in your own heart and words, and just give us a minute of silence to do that, and just to, and then I'll pray out loud. Yeah. God, faithful you are, and faithful forever you will be. Jesus, you've revealed yourself in your word as the one who was unchanging. You've said that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And with that, you've given us the promise that you're with us always to the end of the age. And so, Jesus, we acknowledge that together in this place. We extol you, we praise you, we bless your name, because you are the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God the God who is full of steadfast love and mercy, that you are kind and you are gentle, you are just, but God, you are gracious beyond. There's none like you, Lord. We acknowledge that here in this place this morning. And we thank you, God, for the work that you have done here through your people for generations. We thank you for the ways in which the gospel has gone out from this place since 1950 and the gathering of Good Shepherd for 75 years. Thank you that in your providence, in your love, you called them into existence. And it's from you that every family derives its name, whether that's a, a biological family or a spiritual family at all, derive their name from you, your word says. And thank you for calling Good Shepherd into existence and using them throughout all these generations, empowering them by your spirit to proclaim the goodness of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the legacy of faith that is here. 
Thank you for the gospel of hope that has gone out. Thank you for the, the children that are born here and dedicated and baptized and marriages that have happened here, lives that were changed and transformed throughout 75 years, God. Lord, you don't have to use us, but you, you choose to. You invite us into partnership with you to bring about the reality of your kingdom. We praise you and thank you for that, your kindness towards us even in that alone. I thank you for Pastor Tim. I thank you for the other pastors that have been a part of leading this community over those 75 years. Pray your blessing, God. And Lord, again, I thank you that you're, you're faithful and that those seasons change. God, you don't change. And so I think of the next journey for Pastor Tim and the next journey for each member of Good Shepherd, God. And I pray that you would continue to be gracious towards them. God, would you turn your face towards them? Would you allow your goodness to shine on them? Would you grant them your peace and your goodness, God? I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would lead and guide them into the next steps that you have for them. As Pastor Tim said, just because the church will not be meeting, it doesn't mean that the church doesn't exist, the body of Christ. We're not defined by a building. We're not defined by a location. We're not defined even by our frequency of meeting. God, we're defined by the covenant that you have given to us as your children through the death and resurrection of your son, Jesus. And we thank you for that, that each member of Good Shepherd is your son, is your daughter, called into relationship with you by your grace and your goodness, empowered by your spirit, and called to fulfill that great commission. And so I pray that each of them, God, in this season would hear from you and know from you where you are calling them to go and where you are calling them to be, that there are still good works for them to fulfill that you created and ordained to happen in advance, God, when you thought of them, when you dreamed them up. Thank you for the unique gifts, the skills, the talents within each member of Good Shepherd. Thank you for the stages of life that they're in, and thank you that you're not done with any of them yet, God. So I pray that you would continue to use the people and the members of Good Shepherd to embody the reality of Jesus' love and hope and truth and grace for those around them, starting with their neighbors, extending out to the places where they recreate and play, and extending to the places where they work. God, lead and guide them to still fulfill the mission that you gave them of shepherding people to Jesus. And we thank you, Jesus, that you ultimately are the good shepherd, that your sheep hear your voice and they know you and they will follow you. And so I pray for that for the members of Good Shepherd in this season too. God, that they would hear your voice, they would follow you by faith, they would trust in you that they would experience the delight of relationship with you, that they would experience good pasture, they would experience dining at a table with you, and they'd be inviting others to experience the, the, the goodness of you as the shepherd as well. Pray your blessing over them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord, Heavenly Father, um, this time of change has been, has been uh, blessed. It's been... Um, it's been made much easier by seeing your hand in this process as uh, Pastor Dominic has said how uh, you brought us together uh, how graciously and respectfully and lovingly and caringly Missio has come to, re to be with us here at this place and to be able to hand it over to them we see your hand your handiwork in all of this and this is what we, we praise today as we as Good Shepherd go forward and as Missio community goes forward, Lord, bless them in their ministry, bless them in their, 
in their walk with you um, as they care for one another in this community of your people. And we just thank and praise you that, that this, this has happened. It has happened because you have, we truly believe it is because it is your will and you have made it happen. And that's where we can praise you and thank yeah. you even in, in the times when um, uh, change happens. And uh, we pray indeed, Lord, that you would continue to bless Missio community over and over again as your people in this place. Um, the church is the people and we just thank and praise you that they are all here. And Jesus, you are so alive among them. Lord, we pray this in your precious name. Amen. Amen.